Hey, welcome to Simone Che. It's Between the Week. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here coming at you. Updates, baby. Woo woo. Woo woo. Okay, we've been away. We missed a week, which is so unlike us. Let me just tell you guys, ladies, gents, people, we've just had a crazy time with our technology. I, I'll be honest, my life is a mess. Same. So, I don't know, uh, recently my friend Mahala, I was telling her like about all the drama and shit of my life, uh-huh. just things not going well, and she's like, man, it always happens in threes. And when she said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I only thought about two things, and then I was like, oh, Simone Che. Simone Che. Yep. Well... I got my driver's license suspended, so we had postponed a recording session Yeah, um, because I'm an idiot, and I got two copies of what I thought were the same traffic ticket in the mail, so I threw one out, and I paid the other, and then I got a notice in the mail saying my license was suspended, and when I called the courts to figure it out, it's because I got two tickets from the same camera on the same day, 10 minutes apart, and I just thought, based on the photo radar ticket, I'm, I'm wearing the same outfit. I thought it was the same ticket. And Ugh. it was like they sent a first issue and then a reminder because I don't check my mail that much because who does? You do everything online. So I postponed recording because I didn't want to drive with no license. And then between that and the next scheduled recording session, my laptop that we use to make this show died. Yeah. So then we had to record using an iPhone app. We tried using my computer, but we, I don't know. We don't know what we're doing. It doesn't have the right audio drivers and it wasn't going to read our board. So then we had the episode, but I wasn't able to get a copy of the theme song off my hard drive. (laughs) So I had to have someone download it and email it to me. Long story short, if you notice audio differences, I apologize because we're feeding the board into an iPhone 5 to record the show, and I'm editing it on a multi-track app at Planet Fitness. You know what, though? I will say, like, that's just how much we care about putting our podcast out, that we will resort to using an iPhone. Yeah, an iPhone 5. We're, like, MacGyvering (laughs) this shit. It's so good. Yeah, and so... We're just, we're making it work and uh, hopefully I'll have a new computer soon. The person working on my old one doesn't give it much hope, but um, a friend might be mailing me a new computer uh, because I'm destitute. Very and, uh, nice. Simone J will soldier on. Yes. So one way or another. So we're back, baby. We are back. And uh, after this, we should have our normal release schedule because we miss yeah, you. We we do. I miss recording. Yeah. It's just it's lonely. <laughs> <laughs> you miss having me over to your house once a week and yes. letting me rant about stuff that does not matter. I do. <laughs> okay what else Uh, is new with you um yeah my all my drama is mostly just phoenix summers equals slow slowness in my life Uh uh-huh slow times there's not a lot going on slow money yes everything just comes to a halt yes and so um that's it but i'm i'm doing okay um 
to make me feel better, my husband is taking me to see 311 and Offspring tomorrow. How exciting. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't sound as excited as I thought you well, were. Well, I feel like if you're going to go to that concert, as long as you come original, <laughs> that's right. You'll be good. Well, I mean, amber is the color of my energy, so oh, I think perf- it's going to be awesome. Perfect. Good. <laughs> we fit two 311 puns into that conversation. Bam. Boom. Um, yeah, we got we got free tickets from a radio station because oh, cool. our neighbor works at the radio station. And uh, they're like, if you take a lot of pictures and do a lot of social media, mm-hmm. like with the, you know, radio station hashtagged. Oh, free tickets. Nice. So we're going. I'm super excited because me and both. Me and my husband, we like 311 a lot. Okay. We enjoy them greatly. We listen to them on road trips quite often. Excellent. And I've never seen them live before. So oh. this is very exciting for me. I'm excited for you. And Offspring's just like, whatever. Nice nostalgia bonus, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, that's fun. Yeah. That is fun. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. You know, Let's throw a little spice in my summer. Yeah, and have a reason to leave the house because it's terrible out there. Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like, it's too hot to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then if you're broke, you're not going anywhere anyways. It's just start to get a little stir crazy in the house. I get cabin fever every summer because if you can't afford to get out of town, there's not a lot you can do. Um, fortunately I have been getting a lot of painting and crafts and stuff done and that's exciting, but it's not very social. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I decided that if I haven't managed to get out of Phoenix before next summer, I'm going to just put myself up for adoption and people can send (laughs) listeners. You can send proposals Mm -hmm. as to why I should use your couch to live on Uh and whoever has sort of the best, um, pitch for where they live and why that's a great town and why summers there are great I will come live on your couch for the summer yeah and that'll be good for both of us because I'm not doing this again I'm not doing this another summer the the boss at my job who loves me and that's cool because it's been a while since I've felt respected or appreciated in the workplace he um doesn't want me to move ever and it's like we got to get you a house in the neighborhood like let's figure out how we can get you set up so you can just walk to work blah 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 that's nice it's amazing but i i told him if like the chances if i'm not out of here before next summer the chances of suicide are very high oh no there is like the idea of even signing a lease and i say this every year i chances are i'll be here another year however the idea of signing a lease where i have to be here another year makes me want to put a gun in my mouth yeah because it's just that traumatic living in phoenix during the summer it's hard I love it, though. Um, I love Phoenix in general. Well, I don't know if I'll ever leave. And I'm okay with that. I've been violently raped, and it affected me less than living uh, in Phoenix for Fuck a summer. Dude. So, <laughs> oh my um, God. I was like, whoa, where are you going with this? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, that, in terms of <laughs> traumas in my life, this is the third summer in a row where it yeah. has been so hot and terrible here that... I would rather get violently raped again, but have like a nice, comfortable yard that I can sit out in because I'm an outdoor person and 
Ain't nobody spending time out of doors out here. Yeah. Even in an air-conditioned car, that sun is hitting you. I have fair skin and blue <laughs> eyes. I am not meant for this shit. I'm fucking done. Strong so anyways, opinions. Strong yeah. Opinions. I do have strong opinions, and they're not for everyone. Um, it's fine, though. But that's just where I'm at in life. Maybe you can try something that uh, my household, we've been partaking in huh. to escape the madness of summer. What's that? We've just been going to anyone's house we know has a pool. I have been doing a lot of swimming. You have a pool? Yeah. Okay. Are you swimming? Are you doing night swimming? We've night swimming. Yeah. I've been doing some night swimming and I like to hang out in the pool and read and Frank lays out next to me. It's not worth anything during the day. It's a hot a hot bubble of soup. Well, it gets down to ninety five degrees in the pool at night. It's disgusting. So ninety five at night. Um and again, yeah, it's fucking terrible. But but we've been grilling and swimming a lot. We did that Saturday and Sunday at my friend Mahala's shout out Mahala and my mom's house. Uh shout out Belinda. Thank you. In general I feel like it's too hot for me to be outside in a pool. Oh okay. Or near a grill. Okay. But I've been exploring the um, sugar daddying options that present themselves to me in life. And that's something for me to think about for next year. Mm -hmm. So um, I might just let someone with money who lives somewhere with better weather adopt me for a few months as their concubine. And um, again, less traumatic being the concubine of a wealthy man less traumatic than living another summer here in sounds Phoenix. like a solid plan yeah. and i just want to remind listeners that i did say in a past episode at the beginning of summer that shit was gonna get weird because it always does oh well you gave them a heads up and yeah i was is- like this you know it's summer puts people on edge it does and the air conditioning at my work has been struggling and they got new units but the vents aren't right or some fucking shame so it's not it doesn't feel good and i'm running around being nice to people while sweating my fucking nuts off i have no nuts left and it's terrible and i can't wear shorts or dresses to work because it's new construction and if Uh i do my legs get itchy because i think there's like insulation still out there there's asbestos in the new construction so i'm wearing i'm wearing long pants just running around nine hours not sitting down or eating for nine hours in the heat being nice to people i just love how long we've been bitching about the weather (laughs) it's not good and it's not getting any better okay what else is going on um well today i had some incredible diarrhea (laughs) <laughs> in case you wanted any representation of how i can't do anything right in life uh-huh. is i ate a salad with cranberries on it like dried cranberries on it for yeah. breakfast and then i went to the gym and then i went home and i shit out they had reinflated into fresh cranberries was what happened <laughs> and i thought to myself you can't even digest food right so uh-huh. But um, I did go to the gym because I, uh, I enjoy that. And that yeah. was fun. I went to the gym Saturday and Sunday. Look at you. I woke up Saturday and I was like, I'm I'm just full of energy. I need to go do something. I'm bored as fuck. It's hot. Yeah. I drove to multiple different stores looking for a Maybelline eyebrow pencil that has like the individual divots oh. to create like a false like uh-huh. eyebrow like microblading effect yeah. but it's makeup 
I went to Ulta. I went to two different Walgreens and a CVS. All of them did not have my color. What? They all had blonde or soft brown. Stupid. And, and I need a medium to dark brown. How dare they? So instead, I went to a bookstore uh-huh. and I bought some books. That's a good choice. Because my mom had given me a gift card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got my next book from my book club, uh-huh. which is Parker Posey's mem- memoir. Oh, that sounds good. It's called, um, you're on, it's called You're on a Plane. Okay. And it's like memoir, but also she has like recipes in there and like pages of art, like collages she made. It just looks very artsy and fun, just like her. That sounds great. I looked up to her a lot when I was a kid. The House of Yes Same. was my favorite movie. Oh my movie. God, mine too. No one ever knows what I'm talking about what? when I bring it up. It was the best. Bef- I okay. wanted I wanted to change my name to Jackie. So there was like, from age 13 to 14, uh-huh. I tried to get people to call me Jackie. Are you serious? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, let's describe I became- the House okay. of Yes. <laughs> first off, because I bet no one knows what the fuck You're we're right. talking about. You're right, I just about. reeled into it like everyone knows the movie. <laughs> okay, it's a movie based on a play, so pretty much the whole movie takes place in a house, like in a living room. Uh-huh. And it is about this guy who brings his girlfriend. It's Freddie Prince Jr. He brings his girlfriend. It's not Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. It's a guy who looks like Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, he's the brother. Yeah. I'm sorry. Freddie Prince Jr. is in the movie. He plays the brother. The dumb, witted brother. Yeah. Who's just in the background. There's another guy, a main guy, and he brings his girlfriend, Tori Spelling, back home to his family's for like, it's a holiday or something, Mm -hmm. right? And Parker Posey is his sister. Are they twins? They're twins They're because twins. the mom tells the story of how when her children oh, were yes. born, she was cupping his tiny penis. Yes, Parker and Posey was cupping her brother's tiny penis as an infant. Yep. Infant twins. Yeah, because that's because the both babies come out at the same time. Yes, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Parker Posey is obsessed with the Kennedys. Uh, specifically the assassination right yeah um and when they were younger they used to play like i'm i'm jackie you're john and they would reenact the assassination but it became a sex game for them so they had the outfits and she had glued dried macaroni and paint onto hers like brains and so they would because she thought it was this great expression of love when he got shot Jackie like held him and tried to hold his head together. Scoop up the brains. Scoop up the brains. And that was how, and then it would, when they were role playing, it would lead to sex for them. Of course we love this movie because it has incest in it. It has incest (laughs) and role playing. Everything we love. (laughs) Everything we're known Um, for. And so when she meets Tori Spelling as an adult, she's wildly jealous. Mm -hmm. She's like, this is my brother, my soulmate, my lover. And uh, spoilers, I mean, spoiler. So fast forward if you want to. <laughs> but she ends up killing her brother. Yeah, because she doesn't, he tries to leave the house with Tori Spelling and she's not having it. Yeah. It's so good. It's one of my favorite movies. I saw mm-hmm. it a lot as a young girl. I don't know why. I think my mom would just let me watch like whatever I wanted. We go to the video stop. I pick out some movies. Yeah. But I watched that movie probably like 20 times. Oh, yeah. Easy. 
Because just the her delivery of the lines, and you're just like, she's so cool. Yes. Not, she's so crazy. No, she's, she's so, so cool. cool. And that's when I beat that movie is what started my obsession with Parker Posey. Okay, same. Because and then there was Party Girl. Yes. And what was the one where she was like the mom, um, and she had, she was like fucking the neighbor... Okay, I don't remember that one. Uh, I just, I, I vaguely remember it. And there's just like a scene where her kid's like mom and she just like slams a like shitty broken truck in front of him and says like play and oh. walks away. Oh, okay. Um, but she kind of played a crazy person in all these like, you know, indie yeah. darling movies. She was in um, You've Got Mail. She oh, plays Tom right. Hanks' girlfriend. Oh, God, she's just so good. So anyways, that's, I'm going to read her memoir. And cool. Love it, and I can't wait. Cool beans. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about a really great podcast called 20,000 Hertz. Okay. And it's about the history of audio shit. Mm-hmm. And like they'll do the history of the Amen break, which is a famous drum break that's been sampled more than any other beat. Or um, the uh, like the Krakatoa, which was like this loudest earthquake. Or the THX like intro sound for THX audio. And they talk about how these sounds were created and how they became these sort of cultural touchstones that everyone knows. Um, But they recently did an episode on misophonia, which we talked about in our balloon popping episode. Yeah. And I had researched misophonia a little bit for that episode, which is a fear of certain sounds. Um, But this episode went much more into it, uh, which is the point at which I realized that I have this. Oh. So... uh, People with misophonia, certain sounds trigger a fight or flight response in them. And there's a genetic um, uh, te- like predilection to have it. Like you can be more likely to get it genetically. Um, and so, and it's generally things like chewing, slurping. Um, and they say the closer the person creating the noise is to you, the more irritating it is. Uh-huh. So it causes a lot of issues in relationships where it's like, I can't stand the way my husband chews or whatever. Oh, but it sends these people into rages. They get because picture you're just having a meal with someone and then immediately your impulse is, I got to go. I got to get out of here because it triggers your fight or flight. And I realize. I'm pretty open about the fact that I enjoy being alone and I find it very stressful to be in loud environments or to be around other people for extended yeah. periods of time. And I listened to this episode and I realized, oh, it's because I have misophonia. And that's why like these things are so bothersome to me and it's so exhausting for me to be out in public or in crowds or around people and why, you know, I often, if I am have a busy day at work, I'll go sit in a dark room for two hours with nothing on. And it's because it's so mentally fatiguing to try to act normal when like this thing is caught, you know, making me be like, you got to get out of here. Like every like fiber in my body is being like, this is awful. Yeah. And everyone else is like, I don't know what's, what the problem is. Uh huh. Um, so anyways, uh, I just feels good to have a label on it, man. Yeah. Like I'm not a fucking cunt. <laughs> I mean, I might be, but also I have a condition called misophonia, and it's why I like to be alone. And I is like there a quiet. way to get over it? There's cognitive behavioral therapy that can help you reduce your acting on it, like yeah. 
but there's no real treatment to stop that response because it seems to be hardwired and people have to work around it. But, um, I mean, whatever, because oh, okay. I've been like that, I guess, my whole life. And yeah. it just like has led me to be a very lonely, isolated person. But that's how I get to read so many things. <laughs> and that's fun. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like oh, that, okay. which pretty much like that would explain amongst other things, why my experience in New York was so, it was so hard for me to adjust to living there. And like my boyfriend who'd never even been there before, just like he dove in because it wasn't fatiguing to him. You're never alone and you never have, there's no being alone. There's no quiet ever there. And so for me at about four months of living there, I, I was ready to throw myself off the Brooklyn bridge. I just felt so strung out and he took to it like a fish to water and that, Oh, because he doesn't have misophonia. So it doesn't bother him that he never has silence. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's a necessity. He's probably extroverted and mm. outgoing and likes the busyness of it. And not, it wasn't even that it just didn't affect him. Mm-hmm. Like it just, I, I felt like he existed normally in the same way that he existed when we had lived out here. Yeah. Versus I felt like I was too permeable and uh-huh. what's wrong with me that I I feel so stressed out and I want to cry just because I spend two or three hours a day on public transportation around people who are chewing or yelling or playing their music. Yeah. But also, like, don't sit in your fucking car in the parking lot of the MVD bumping your tunes with your windows down. Because there's no reason for that and nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) I know. I hate when people do that. It's like, why are you just here? Like, go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else. Why the fuck are you wearing a Bluetooth speaker, like, clipped by a carabiner under your belt blasting music? When you don't know that I want to hear that. I'm trying to listen to 20,000 hertz Uh... and learn about some shit. And now I got to hear your fucking bullshit. Oh my god, one time me and Deacon were at Dairy Queen and this chick who sat right, like the table right next to us, her back was like next to Deacon's back and Mm -hmm. she just turned on her phone and started blaring music. No. But then he made like a comment like, oh, I wish I liked this music or like something like that. But then I got embarrassed and like got mad at him for saying something. Because I hate confrontation, uh-huh. and I and then he's like, she couldn't, she can't even hear me, and I'm like, shut up, stop talking, and then so we just got in a fight. Oh no! He's like, why would you do that? And I was like, why would you do that? And uh, yeah, he was trying to teach her a lesson because he's an old man trying to teach. Well, yeah, kids he's these like, days. it's so rude, which I totally agree. Like, it mm-hmm. is so rude to go sit in a small ass Dairy Queen and blare your fucking music that you don't know if anyone else likes. Yeah. Um. But also, like I said, I just I get embarrassed really easily and hate confrontations. So I understand my mom was like that growing up a lot. Like she would just like she had no problem confronting people in public situations. And it was always so embarrassing to me. Yeah, because that's usually not my style. But like once a guy got on the machine next to me at the gym and just started bumping music videos on his phone with no headphones. Meanwhile, I'm trying to read my book. I'm also wearing headphones playing classical music to drown out the gym's music. And all I can fucking hear is this YouTube video. And I immediately am boiling inside. I'm boiling. And 
I'm either going to confront him aggressively and be like, why are you doing this? Which is not my style, but I know if I stay, I'm going to explode like that. Or I'm going to pack up my shit and leave. And I just was like, calm down, Sydney. Don't let this ruin your workout. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like, don't leave the gym because one person is being stupid. And so I turned to him and I said, oh, hey, do you want to borrow my headphones? And he goes, oh, Oh, I didn't know you could hear this. I have headphones. What the fuck? And I said, oh, you should use them. And I finished my workout. <laughs> oh, good for you. But I was just like trying to figure out how is there a way? Because you know when you yeah. know you're so angry that any words that come out of your mouth are going to be antagonistic. Yes. And I just had to figure out a way. Okay, I'm not going to run away from this. How can I deal with this? Yeah. Like, do you need to borrow headphones is going to be my new line all the time. Just wear some fucking headphones. Because when I live with roommates, I wear headphones around the house because I am usually listening to something. But that doesn't mean that they want to hear that in the background. If they're listening to something or watching TV in the other room, if I'm walking around, I wear headphones around the house. Yeah. So because I'm a respectful human being. I also chew food with my mouth closed because I'm not a goddamn animal. Not an animal. No, I am highly triggered, apparently, by all of these things. Well, I apologize to Deacon. I realized that I was wrong Mm -hmm. because um, I should have just stuck with my man. Yes. Instead of the stranger and being embarrassed, I tried to explain to him where that was coming from. That you weren't mad at him. You were feeling embarrassed. Yeah. And I just wanted to get away from the whole situation. Which is fair. Um, and also, like, what the fuck? Because I will shush someone so hard if they are talking in a theater. Like, I will wait till the previews are done. Uh-huh. But once the main movie starts... You're, you'll shush? Oh, I won't just shush. I'll be like, excuse me, can you please stop talking? Good for you. you. And then Deacon has gotten embarrassed because mm-hmm. I've done that. And I'm like, I paid to... I'm paying to sit here also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also have opinions. And it's a I'm going to wait. Yeah. It's a shared public space. Just yeah. learn how to behave in a shared public uh, space. My mom, she loud whispers during movies. Oh, fuck She'll no. be like, what? Oh, my God. Can you believe? I'm all, shut up, mom. God. Sh- I'll shush my mom. Yeah. I went on a first date to a movie with someone and they talked during the movie. That's rough. I mean, I dated them for a couple months. Yeah. I mean, shit happens. Shit does happen. But... <laughs> Also, I should have known that that was just going to be for the rest of the relationship. If we ever watched anything together, they right. were going to talk over it. Yeah. And it's just like, you're it's not, hard. you talk after. What do you guys think? Email us Email. at simonchepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to know. Do you talk during the movies? I will say there are certain movies where it is okay because you're going in knowing that this is a fun, campy movie to be enjoyed interactively with the audience okay here are the my exceptions i go to these classic movie showings where the movie's been out for 30 years and it almost borders on like when you go to a rocky horror picture showing and so people are talking or interacting with the screen and they're cheering louder so which that's okay if we go see grease together and you like quote a funny line along with it Fine. 100% fine. Also, when I saw Avengers Infinity War opening day, 
it was a packed theater. It's 9 a.m. We're all excited to see it. And people were like, oh, my God, like that sort of thing, because it was like our minds were getting blown together. Yeah. And that's fine. But you don't need to be like, oh, my gosh, that reminds me of Cheryl's dog. Right. Don't talk during the quiet place. No. Like, please. And don't try to tell an entire story. Don't go, you know, you can be like, oh, my gosh, you're, oh, how funny. But you don't have to be like, Linda has that top. Yeah. No one fucking cares. No. No No one fucking cares. Fuck you. Um, Anyways, let us know. Um, I guess that's it. We love hearing from you. All of you. And it's great. Uh, We'll, We'll respond. Yeah, we will. I'm bored. It's Phoenix. We're not going out. We're not We're doing not anything. We're not doing anything. Also, thank you for um, the new rate. We got a few more ratings. Oh, we did? On our Apple, iTunes, whatever the cool. fuck it's called. So that's cool. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, just have a great fucking Monday and a great week. Yeah, party. Yeah, party. Party.